BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Marcelo, top of the key, into a triple. Yes! A.B. <laughs> for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans. I hope your Friday is treating you well. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented as always by Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Today, boy, the Cougars, they've got a big one. BYU on the road at Viejas Arena in San Diego, California, to face the 18th-ranked Aztecs of San Diego State. Now, the Cougars, they're coming off what I believe is their best game of the season. That's an 18-point win over rival Utah this past Saturday. If you remember back to that game, BYU trailed very early but took control of the game, and while Utah would eventually cut the lead to single digits before BYU pulled away again, the Cougars really controlled that game for the majority of the time. And what made it even more impressive was the three leading scorers all reached career highs. Connor Harding finished with 17 points, Spencer Johnson had 16, and Harward ended the game with 15. Now, those three players were the only BYU players in double figures. That win moved BYU to an overall record of 6-2 and two on the season. But as New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick would say, we're on to San Diego State. The Aztecs, they are a perfect 5-0, and ranked 18th in the country. Now, they have had a couple of games postponed so far this year due to COVID. In fact, three games have been postponed from the original schedule, but they do have victories over ranked teams like UCLA and Arizona State. This is a typical Aztec team. They're athletic, quick, very talented. And with a win today, BYU could actually break a few streaks. One would be breaking the current four-game losing streak to San Diego State. But also, the Aztecs have won 17 regular season games in a row against non-conference opponents and a four-game winning streak they have right now against teams from the West Coast Conference. So a lot on the line for BYU in terms of getting the win, which is obviously first and foremost the number one priority. But if BYU is able to do that, a couple of streaks will fall today in terms of uh, BYU versus the San Diego State Aztecs. Now SDSU, they're outscoring their opponents by 19 points per game, led by sharpshooting senior guard Jordan Shackles, 15 points. And if that's not enough to be able to score... San Diego State's also an elite defensive team. The Aztecs are holding teams under 38% shooting and forcing 17 turnovers per game. We uh, we hear the cliche all the time, you have to bring your A game. Well, today, that cliche certainly applies. Well, speaking of someone who's brought his A game, today's pregame player interview is with a guy who has really impressed me from the get-go. You've heard me talk about him uh, on pregame quite a few times. Spencer Johnson, somebody that I really didn't know much about before the season, but he really caught my eye the first time he got into a game. He was ready, and he performed really well. The moment didn't seem big for him. His minutes have increased significantly because not only can he score, he's averaging six right now, he's coming off a career-high 16, but also because he can play defense. And I asked Spencer how he would describe this season so far, both from the team and a personal perspective. Um, as a team perspective, I feel like um, our goal every is to get better every day, which I feel like we've done. We've, uh, you know, been tested a lot. We've gone through two a days. We've gone through, you know, a really tough uh, preseason schedule so far. So 
as far as that goes, I feel like um, we've been meeting our goals and, uh, you know, obviously we still have a lot of room left to improve and things to work on. And personally, I feel like um, kind of the same story, like get better every day. Um, I came in, you know, wasn't getting a lot of minutes and um, I've been able to work into it. And um, so that's just been really exciting and really awesome for me. Did you expect to make this type of impact this early? You know, definitely. As a as a player, you always want to be confident in in uh, who you are. But it's just a big like, you know, credit to those around me that, you know, have always believed in me and and have been there to help me through this whole process. And I've always said that, you know, when my opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready. So just been super fortunate with that. And um, it's, it's been great so far. Well, not only are you coming off a career high scoring, do you consider yourself more of an offensive player, a defensive player, or maybe probably like every player, you want to be good at both? How would you describe yourself? Or maybe what do you take more pride in? Um, definitely defense. I think it, you know, defense, it always starts with defense for me. Um, Coach Pope and I had a lot of conversations before the season, and it was always, you know, Spence, we need you to come in and we need you to, to be a defender on the perimeter and to get stops and so that's uh, kind of my calling card on this team right now, which I'm super happy in to do, you know. For those that may not necessarily know your journey, you've had a couple of stops before you, you ended up here at BYU. Give our listeners an idea of your journey to Provo. Yeah, so I graduated uh, from American Fork in 2016, um, signed to play with Weber State. So I went on my mission in 2016, got back uh, 2018. So I was at Weber State for one semester. And then ended up transferring to Utah Valley, where uh, Coach Pope was, you know, he was coaching there. In uh, January, I started there January 2019 and was there for one semester. Um, And his whole coaching staff ended up leaving. He came here to BYU. So then I, after that one semester, I transferred to Salt Lake Community College. And I was there for 2019-2020 season. And then um, in November 2019, I signed uh, here to play at BYU. Did you grow up a BYU fan? Was the goal always to end up at BYU, or is that just what happened? Um, I definitely uh, definitely was on the Jimmer train, you know. <laughs> hey, who wasn't? Yeah, yeah, who wasn't? For real. And it's, uh, it's just been a big blessing, you know, to, to end up at such a great university, surrounded by uh, such great people. And the journey was hard, but um, definitely couldn't be more grateful for it. I mentioned you're coming off a career high scoring in the win over Utah. What did you guys learn in that game? Um, it came down to, I think we rebounded the ball really well. We had a, we out rebounded them. Um, we were getting stops on defense and we actually scored really well in transition. We were, we were securing rebounds and then we were getting out and running and that, uh, that, you know, created an edge for us and a big difference. I think. I remember after the Utah state victory, coach Pope was telling us on post game, because I had asked him specifically about you. And I had asked him just to talk about you and as a player. And he had mentioned that he was surprised at how quickly you earned his trust. What does that mean to you that the coach trusts you to put you out there in those situations? Oh, it means the world to me. You know, that's, a, that's like, that's the biggest compliment I think you can get is um, you put in so much work and, you know, for a coach to, to say that he trusts you is like, that, that's, that's super satisfying. Obviously not uh, satisfied. Always want to get better, but, you know, it's a, it's a great place to be. And now you guys have another opportunity to prove yourselves against a top 20 team. You go on the road to San Diego State, and this is a really, really good basketball team. What's been the focus as you guys prepare for the Aztecs? Um, mostly defensively. Um, we're, we're going through how to guard their ball screen actions and their flares. And they're, they're really good on, you know, the defensive side. They're really long and they're in the gap. So we're, 
running through our plays, learning how to attack it. And I think it's just going to be a really good game all around. I'm super excited. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you guys to get out of the 20-degree weather and head down to Southern California? <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I figured that would be the answer. Spencer, great stuff, man. Uh, it's it's good to, to meet you and get a chance to talk with you. Thanks for doing this, and good luck against the Aztecs. Thanks, Jason. All right, that was Spencer Johnson. I enjoyed that conversation. It was fun to talk with him. That's the first time that he and I had had an opportunity to uh, chat. And, man, he really has been one of the uh, pleasant surprises of this season. And, again, I I mentioned this before we went to the interview. I really didn't know much about him. But from the get-go, he has impressed me. And he has certainly impressed the coaching staff because his minutes have increased, his production has increased, and uh, the sky seems to be the limit for him. He is definitely one of those guys in the rotation that has uh, paid big dividends for the Cougars. They'll certainly need him this afternoon against a very good team in San Diego State. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Up next, we'll head down to Southern California to Viejas Arena for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. Time for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. For that, we head down to Viejas Arena in San Diego, California. Hello, Mark. How are you? Jason Shepard, I am doing fantastic. It's always nice to be in beautiful, sunny Southern California, San Diego, has got to be one of the nicest spots on earth, so I'm happy to be here. So I saw Greg's uh, beach picture this morning. Were you also out on the beach this morning? I could have given you a nice picture of the inside of my dark hotel room as I slept <laughs> in. I'm not, I'm not as disciplined as Greg to go out jogging, no matter how nice the scenery is. It's not, it's not worth it to me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so beautiful here and beautiful sunny day. This is all I ask of both of you, because I know Greg can also hear this right now. So I'm going to put this out in hopes that one day it will actually happen. One of these times where you guys are at a location with a beach nearby, I would like you to to reenact the scene from Rocky Three, where Rocky and Apollo are running on the beach. I'm going to throw that out there. If you like it, you can keep it. If not, you can send it right back. Otherwise, I'm just going to put that out there and see if it happens one day. We talked about racing. We've had big conversations about that before, but I, I don't know if we'll race, but we might jump and hug each other okay. in, in a really, you know, platonic, manly, sure. athletic sort of way. Yes, okay. All right, well, well, we'll hopefully wait for that down the road. Right now, uh, I do want to ask you about BYU's win over Utah, and while it's great simply because you're beating Utah, it was also the team's, I think, best-played game of the season. I don't think you could have asked for a better bounce-back performance after the Boise State loss. Oh, it was just tremendous. I mean, I just didn't see that coming. You know, Utah, I thought, was was pretty good. They'd handled Washington and beat BYU last year with basically that same team. BYU struggled, although they made a nice comeback against Boise. They struggled and had, had never quite looked great offensively. 
up to that point in the season. But, man, everything went well against the Utes. You had guys really step up and, and play great basketball. And it was a team win. And, you know, everybody contributed and played nice defense. I mean, it was just a fantastic game. So as before that Utah game, thinking about this game today, I thought to myself, well, let's just chalk that one up in the in the L column because San Diego State is really good. Yeah. But now, you know, I at least have a good amount of hope to think that BYU could actually win this game because of the, their performance the other day against the Utah. But, you know, again, a credit to Coach Pope and this team. They don't lose back-to-back, and uh, they, they actually played their best game of the season against Utah, which is a rival where there's a lot of pressure. And I know the fans weren't there, but that took away a lot of your home court advantage. And to beat them in the manner that they did was just remarkable, and, and that was really fun to watch. Well, and I think something else that I hope pays dividends today against the Aztecs, I mean, you know how it is where when you get into a season, some weeks because of multiple games, it's really hard to be able to get practices in because you just play so many games, you just don't have enough time. BYU's had almost a full week in between games, and I think having some early season practices are are pretty crucial, and the Cougars have been able to have that this week. Yeah, particularly for young teams, um, you know, you've got a lot of guys that are trying to kind of get a grasp of the system. Gideon George is one of those guys. Uh, Caleb Lohner, I think, you know, being a freshman coming in. And, and so to the extent that you can have some practice time, that can make a big difference. And Coach Pope talks about that a lot. That you know, It's fun. It's certainly fun to play games, especially if you're a player. And, uh, and if you lose a game, it's fun to play again right after. But it's also if you really want to improve on fundamentals and and offenses and schemes and things like that, you need practice time. And so, yeah, I think that will be helpful. But uh, just the nature of the beast this year, you, you take the games when you can get them and try and get the practices in when you yeah. can get them and knock on wood the games happen. And BYU's been pretty lucky with that so far. Well, and we were talking about just how good San Diego State is. It's one thing to have the talent to win games with offense, but when you can add being an elite defensive team into the mix, there's there's a reason San Diego State continues to win year after year. And and this team, 18th in the country, just picking up right where other teams, you know, leave off year after year. It's just what they do down there. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a strong case to be made for the Aztecs to be the second best team in the West over the last 10 or 11 years behind Gonzaga. You know, starting with Kawhi, they've been they've been so good. And, and uh, you know, look at what they've done since last season. I think their record's, what, 35-2 and two since the beginning of last season, which is even better than Gonzaga. So... Uh, this is a great program here uh, at San Diego State. They've done a nice job, and and uh, you know success builds on itself. And I, and what I like about this team is they're so defensive-minded. You have great players like Shackle, but they you know they just beat you in a lot of different ways. It's not a one-trick pony, and it's those kind of things that will sustain a program over the years: is commitment to excellence, commitment to principles, and. That way you can just plug in players as they come and go, and and good players will want to come here because they know that there is that foundation and that they can have success. And so, I mean, uh, hats off to San Diego State. It's a beautiful arena, a beautiful environment. Uh, I mean, if I didn't have any predispositions as a young kid, (laughs) I think I'd choose San Diego over Provo or Laramie or wherever you want to go. And, and, I mean, it's, it's a pretty easy recruiting cell, and if you can combine that with the 
a great team and a good coaching staff and a good program, I mean, it's no no surprise that they're having good success. Look, I have so many memories of BYU versus San Diego State games in both basketball and football. I think to a certain generation, when they think of the basketball rivalry between BYU and San Diego State, obviously you're going to think Jimmer versus Kawhi. I think that's the first thing that probably comes to your mind. Um, this has been a really good series between these two schools and programs for a really long time. Well, I'm old school, man. I can remember going to games at the old San Diego Sports Arena down by the by the ocean and uh, watching D- Danny Ainge and my brother play against uh, Michael Cage and Tony Gwynn. And, I mean, those were amazing games back then. I, those are my first basketball memories coming on a trip to San Diego watching that game. And and uh, they were a little bit down when I played. And But, uh, you know, what a great – Coach Fisher came in and talked about Kawhi. And they've really – and they've got this beautiful new facility. And they just do everything top-notch here. And you can feel that. And, uh, I, I, you know, I don't like to – praise san diego state too much because there's a lot of things you know my rival my rivalry uh, hair goes on the back of my neck when i say too many nice things about rivals but uh but you gotta tip your cap and respect uh, the job that they've done here over the years how do these two teams match up in your opinion uh well you know uh, byu is gonna have to do something which is not really the strength of their game they're gonna have to play play really well inside i think they might have an advantage inside um because san diego state's so good defensively They're, it's going to be hard to get open looks on the perimeter they're so big and athletic so it's going to be hard to beat them from the three-point line but i i think inside if you if you get that continued good play from harward and lee and and harms and uh i'm going to say if you can get 30 points from caleb harms lee and uh and Harward, I think BYU have a good chance. But it's just so hard because shots are at a premium. They're so good defensively. You can't turn the ball over, which is another thing they're good at doing. And there's going to be limited possessions because the possessions are going to go longer because the defense is better. And so it's going to be a grind, which actually may play into BYU's favor because I think they're a good defensively defensive team and good rebounding and big inside. So we'll see. But... It's almost going to have to be the defense is going to have to translate for BYU into a tough shooting night for San Diego State because you're going to have to have them make some mistakes and not not play particularly well to beat them on their home floor. They're just that good. We certainly would hope that, uh, say, all three could hit career highs again, but in the, in the Utah game you had career highs from Connor Harding, Spencer Johnson, and Richard Harward. If I asked you, and I am asking you, so I just want to make that clear. Go ahead and ask. Yes, man. I'm going to go ahead and ask this question. Who do you think of those three is poised to maybe get close to that again of the three? You can only, you only pick one. We're, again, we're hoping all three can will do it. But you can only pick one. Who do you think comes closest? You had uh, Harding with 17, Spencer Johnson with 16, and then 15 for Harward. Uh, I, I'm going to say Harward um, just because I like the trajectory of his confidence and it's easier, I think, for him to play well in a foreign environment. Sometimes it's easier, Jason, to play really good at home because you have a level of comfort there. And I'm not, I'm not and Spencer has played well. You know, he played well at, at Logan. So, I mean, that's not a definitive statement, but it, it's easier for guys to step up at home and, and play well. But I think Harward's game translates into kind of anywhere, anytime, 
he's just a big bruiser, a big bull <laughs> in a china shop, knocking people over and, and making layups. So uh, I, I'm going to go with Harward. I just think his confidence trajectory is straight up right now, and and I, I, I look for him to keep keep doing well and keep uh, being a force inside. All right, you've touched on a few. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. Mark, your number one key to the game is? Let me refine my, my earlier statement. I'm going to say those four big men I talked about, 35 points. If they get 35 points in this game, BYU will win. All right. You and Greg have about eight minutes. Do you think you can make it to the beach, record the video, <laughs> and, and be back in time? See what we can do. All or, right. Or we can uh, maybe go outside and uh, <laughs> find a palm tree or something, and we'll, we'll do it. All, All right. right. Mark, love talking with you as always. Great insight. Uh, thank you very much, and we'll hear You're you with Greg coming up in a few minutes. All right, Jace. Thanks. There we go. From Viejas Arena, our courtside conversation with Mark Durand. After a quick timeout, we'll give you the schedule for the rest of the day in college basketball, plus BYU women's basketball had a sort of somewhat of an impromptu basketball game today on the road. I'll give you all the details on what happened in Cedar City when we come back. This is Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. BYU on the road at number 18, San Diego State. We're getting you ready for uh, the battle at Viejas Arena. We'll send you down there in just a few minutes for more pregame coverage with Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. Uh, But we do want to update you on some scores, and it's not like there's a lot going on at 226 in the afternoon on a Friday, but we do have a final for BYU women's basketball. They did not have a game scheduled today 24 hours ago. But because Utah Valley had a COVID issue and had to cancel or at least postpone their game at Cedar City with Southern Utah, BYU jumped in yesterday, made the announcement they were going to travel down to Cedar today and play the Thunderbirds. BYU did that. They got the 10-point win, 84-74, led by Shaley Gonzalez with 26 points, Lauren Gustin with 19 points, 13 rebounds, and Paisley Harding with 15. Cougars with a nice win after scheduling the game 24 hours ago. They'll be back in action at home uh, next Wednesday, hosting UVU, uh, 12 o'clock on the BYU TV app. Coming up later on today in top 25 college hoops, number 10, Tennessee, hosting Tennessee Tech. Iowa State at number 8, West Virginia. And then our game at number 18, San Diego State. Those are the only games in the top 25 on this Friday. Also tonight, one other WCC team will play Santa Clara on the road at San Jose State. That game tipping off at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Also, Bethesda at Southern Utah for the men's game at 7 p.m. Weber State on the road at Portland State at 8. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza with the BYU victory today. Pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com tomorrow when you use the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. Coming up next, we'll get you to the Ahas Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. 
The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome inside VA House Arena in San Diego, California for a, a COVID curfew, curfew special, you could say. It's a Friday matinee pitting old conference rivals BYU and San Diego State in a series that has recently been one-sided in the Aztecs' favor. The Cougars' last win in this building came with Jimmer Fredette on the floor. I'm Greg Grubel. I have your play-by-play today, sitting alongside the former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, since these two teams went their separate ways almost 10 years ago, conference-wise, whenever these two teams have gotten together, it's been heartbreak after heartbreak for BYU. The Cougars just don't lose games. They get, they get gut-punched by San Diego State. And the Aztecs, as a program... It's gotten stronger and stronger uh, year after year. I mean, I think it's basketball cosmic karma for that win that they got in this building with Jimmer over Kawhi. That was such a great win that we've had to kind of pay for that win since then. But really, it's about San Diego State, and they have a great program. It's a beautiful beautiful facility they built. It's kind of a canyon. They built the football stadium. Now the football stadium's gone, so they built the basketball stadium on top. I mean, it's a beautiful spot. And you can just tell. I mean, we go everywhere, right, Greg? And when we walk in, you can tell the state of the program just by how they almost treat us. And you got people giving you monitors. And you got this and that. And they give you stacks full of information. And the only reason I bring that up is because it's just a mindset. It's it's the way they act here. And it starts at the top with, with their coaching. And everybody has a job. And it's professional. And when you see that, it always translates into good basketball. It's the same way at Gonzaga. I mean, it, that's how good programs act. That's what they do. And San Diego State has been one of the best programs in the West for the last 10, 15 years. Coming up, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Viejas Arena in San Diego on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Grubel. Today in San Diego, 6-2, BYU visiting 18th-ranked undefeated San Diego State. It's another stern preseason test for Mark Pope's team, and he tells us in our pregame interview brought to you by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you that it's another opportunity for BYU to discover just where this team is right now in a compressed and competitive non-conference campaign. Yeah, this is the best team we've played. They're a top 20 team ranked right now, and I actually think they're better than that. I think, uh, you know, they lost a lot from last year, and that's why some of the rankings had them start a little bit lower. But clearly, they've just dominated everybody they've played so far. This is a really terrifying team. They might, they might, be, they might be the best defensive team in the country, maybe. You know, they, in the last three games, two of the last three games, they went on 30-4 to four and 30-6 to six runs. And those runs aren't happening because they put up 30 points in seven minutes. Those runs are happening because for 15 minutes, they don't let you score. (laughs) And um, it's a real challenge for us. You know, we've talked about it all day long is when we get in that sticky situation, what we need to look towards is not is not falling in the same trap that other teams do is you get frustrated and so three minutes into a dry spell you start all of a sudden isolating on the first side we have to push to a second and third side we have to be forceful we got to have pace space in the extra pass it's an awesome challenge man i'm so excited for our guys you talk and talk about those things and yet 
ultimately it's got to be when the clock is running and the lights are on and things are happening around you. How much yep. do you remember about that? Well, the thing is we've had we've already had two unbelievable lessons. We had an unbelievable lesson at UCLA. We had an unbelievable lesson at Boise State. And so, you know, we talk about this all the time. It, this would be really great if, if in these conceptual things with the way we play, if we could just – have one conversation, and I could learn it as a coach, and my my team could learn it as players. But that's not how it works. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like 47 or 48 years old. I can't even remember. But I'm old, and I still get in trouble. I still want to like when things are going sideways. I want to fix it by play calling, by quick hitters, by whatever. And that is not the recipe for how we play. So. It's just so awesome that through the course of this season we have so many challenging opportunities to try and get to the place where we trust each other. And I think we're going to have real success doing it. It's going to be hard. This is going to be a bear of a game. Like, at moments it's going to seem so ugly, but I do think my team is ready to, to, to find a way to do this together. When playing San Diego State, it's more than this, but rebounding is a huge part of what it takes to get it done against these guys. Oh, it's so deflating. We saw it last year. You know, these guys, you know, San Diego State, our place, you know, they were a number one seed in the NCAA tournament last year, and they came to our place uh, second game of the season when we were still trying to find ourselves, and my guys put together a heroic effort, and then in the last three minutes of the game, we could not rebound the ball. We just couldn't rebound the ball. And, and – um, there's such a force on the offensive glass. That is the number one concern when you face this team. We have to find a way to rebound the ball to hold them in one-shot possessions. And then you get shackle shot making, and, and, and it sticks a dagger in sometimes. Yeah, we all have PTSD about shackle, man. The two peels that he got against us uh, late in that game were just, I mean, I, I swear I still have nightmares about it. Like, I wake up in a cold sweat. There's two things that have given, three things that have really given me a cold sweat. One is remembering shackle. Two has remembered us not being able to get a rebound. And then I wake up in this cold sweat that the halftime score is zero to whatever they have. And it just is terrifying. But listen, these are the games you love because you walk into them a little nervous and anxious. And we are very much feeling that way right now. They're 5-0 and to start the season for a second straight. They got to 26-0 and last yeah, year. Yeah. Amazing that since the start of last year, no team has a better record yep. than San Diego State. Yeah, and Dutch has, Dutch has done an unbelievable job. I mean, he took over for a legend, and he had to feel it out for a couple of years. But he's got his team. I, you know, I really admire the way he's coaching. You know, he keeps things pretty simple, but he's got a, a simple set that gives his guys a lot of options. They kind of run this wheel that you've seen if you watch the Portland Trail Blazers or you watch uh, uh, Virginia Cavaliers. Um, Utah used to do this. They, they didn't love it. But um, these guys execute it. It's like Virginia, but they really are aggressive with it. You know, they're going first side a lot to get you into a driving kick game on the offensive side, and then they just crash the glass. Dutch just kept it so simple that his guys are really effective at it, and then he's able to play all kind of different lineups and function at it. He's, a, he's the unbelievable coach, and he's put together a roster that really, really fits his system. He's doing a great job. Well, here at Viejas, the uh, the show looks a little different with uh, cardboard cutouts in place of human beings, but it's still a great building with a great team that plays here and a, and a great opportunity for your guys. I was super disappointed that they didn't have, you know, they have all these cardboard cutouts at the show, but there's no there's no missionaries there. I was really disappointed with that. Coach, good luck on this one. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. That's Mark Pope in today's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online, then pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show from San Diego on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Viejas Arena in San Diego for BYU at San Diego State. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU coming into today's game off a well-earned win over Utah. And Mark, perhaps the best thing about the victory was it came with leading scorer Alex Barcelo scoring a season-low five points. The Cougars got contributions from up and down the roster. Besides A.B., the depth on this team continues to develop and pay dividends. Greg, you tell me Alex gets five points and BYU wins that game. You know what I would have said to you? By 18. By 18. You know what I would have said to you, Greg? You're crazy. That's an, I close. I'd say, Greg, <laughs> you're cray-cray. Cray-cray. Because that just shouldn't happen. Alex was the almost the entire team, we thought. But it turns out they got a lot of good players. Coming up after our break, we'll hear from San Diego State assistant coach Dave Velasquez as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from Viejas Arena in San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. BYU in San Diego State today here in San Diego. The Aztecs off to a 5-0 start for a second straight season. Assistant coach Dave Velasquez now on what's working best during a perfect start. Oh, defensively. There's no question about it. Defensively, we're, we're, we're connected. We're together. We're tough. We're physical. Uh, we enjoy playing defense, which I think is, uh, as a coach, is everything you strive for. We have the guys really excited to get in the stance, get stops. Um, offensively, we'll continue to come around and we need to be more aggressive at times, and mm-hmm. you know we need to play more like BYU, to be honest, at times, and move that ball side to side and put a lot of pressure on the defense. And we'll get there, and, and it's it's always one of those things. You can't be great at both early, and, and as a coach, you kind of got to go in, okay, what's going to win us the early games? And we decided a long time ago, like we just talked about, no preseason, no summer, let's really lock in defensively because we know scoring will eventually come as the season comes on, but defensively you could start being good defensively with some habits right away. Do you think uh, offensive tempo will nudge up as the season goes along as well, or are you are you where you want to be that way? You, that is one of the biggest uh, misconceptions about San Diego State basketball, and it's been the history, even with Coach Fisher. We're not, we don't want to play slow. What ends up happening is the other team slows down because they can't ever get a shot on the first or second side. So we make teams have to guard for long, I mean, play offense for longer than they're used to. Defensive so, possessions become longer. Yeah, defensive. Yeah. So what ends up happening, though, is that when once we get the ball and we want to play fast, if we don't have something early, then we'll run whatever a set or whatever we got. But we're, we've never been a team to slow it down, walk the ball up. We don't recruit you if you're a, a one through four, a point guard through forward, if you can't get the rebound and push. If you're not skilled enough to do that, we won't recruit you to San Diego State. So we want to play fast. We want to play up-tempo. But what ends up happening is our defensive possessions, which you talked about, yeah. ends up dictating what looks like on paper is our pace. Yeah. 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 Uh, carryover from last year with BYU. How much is there considering personnel losses, et cetera? There's enough, but it's not, it's, it's not as much um, 
in terms of X and O's uh, system. You know, he, uh, Coach Pope and the staff have done an amazing job with putting these guys in great positions. They're getting better and better throughout the year. Uh, you know, with Haas and Toulson along with Barcelo and Harding, now Johnson's doing an incredible job coming along. Harms is phenomenal inside, but so is Yoli. So, I mean, again, BYU is always going to have talent. They're always going to have players. They're always going to play together. They're always going to play fast. They put a lot of pressure on you, and they're usually a tough team as well. All right, uh, a BYU-San Diego State game in an empty building what's that going to be like you know it, it, that's a great question i it's 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 almost sad i when you ask me that question i've been here 20 years at san diego state it's almost sad to to not have the fans be able to enjoy this from the byu fans and there's a lot all over the country and, and there's just so many uh, across the nation and there's same with us in san diego and, and if you remember last year's game mm-hmm. and in uh, you know you and i've been around long enough to we, we remember all the games we remember maui the double overtime game we remember the jimber Kawhi <laughs> games and it just goes on and on and on the byu san diego state's a, a great west coast rivalry that not a lot of people know about but the people who do know about it are the people that are byu fans and san diego state fans and it's been incredible it's it, it is sad it's this will probably be this one in ucla for us mm. this one hurts the most not having Fans and it's really for for our fans. Right. Not, our, our guys, they've you know fortunate we only have we're really playing one freshman, uh, but the other guys they 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 felt it. They were in buildings. Right. They remember when BYU came here two years ago, yeah. and, and and what an incredible atmosphere yeah. that was. And so again, it's it, it, that will never change. Hopefully, this is just a one year stint where we had to play in front of empty buildings. But at the end of the day, we know all the BYU fans will be at home cheering on their team, and all the San Diego State fans will be at home cheering on their team. Dave, thanks for the time as always. Let's yeah. get back to work. Thank you. I appreciate you. That's San Diego State assistant coach Dave Velasquez. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. BYU and San Diego State coverage continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU-San Diego State tipping off staff at the top of the hour. 36th all-time meeting between these two teams in San Diego. Uh, BYU's won 18 of the preceding 35 get-togethers. Mark, one week from now, non-conference play will have concluded. The WCC opener less than two weeks away. Time to consider what BYU's done relative to an NCAA tournament resume. And while some opportunities were passed up, a win here today would be the kind of win that helps get you in the bracket. Oh, yeah, W, man. You're back in the conversation. It will kind of wipe out anything bad you've done up to this point. And then you're right back where you want to be. This this would be a huge win on the road. Ranked team, huge. Last word before tip coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, whether you're watching the game from home or screaming from the seats, it's time for you to get the latest gear. The BYU store has the largest selection of fan gear and new products are arriving every week. Right now, get the official basketball game day tee for only $10. With thousands of products to choose from, the BYU store has something for every Cougar fan. You can find it all in-store or online at www.gocougs.com. Your selection, any budget, something for everyone. BYU store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. 
Head coach Mark Pope saying how big it is offensive rebounding against San Diego State. Last year in Provo, the Aztecs out-rebound BYU 15-4 on the offensive glass and outscore BYU 14-5 in second-chance points in a game the Aztecs won by five. Watch for that number tonight, plus the turnover number. BYU turns it over a lot, and San Diego State forces a lot of turnovers. Tip-off of BYU and San Diego State next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.